Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hello? Hello? Do you need somebody to say engage? Hello? Yes, what are we going to do? Manny's not here to say engage. Engage! We're screwed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the twice-a-week Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. We are the crew of the USS Bona, and we watch and review each episode of TNG. It's great. It's great. I'm Lieutenant Commander Bob France. I'm Lieutenant Commander Dennis Black and Asian. I'm Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick. And I'm Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. And that's the crew today, so we're going to have a good time. Yes. Yes. And we watched a great episode. Yeah. A really good episode, all for us. Sorry, sorry, Ben. Well, no, I mean, as much as I hate Klingons, this is one of my favorite Klingon episodes. You said that last time. I don't. Think You're you, a closet Klingon I don't, lover. I, I, I don't. <laughs> well, no, think it's you just hate Klingons as much as you let on. I, I Kalar is one is probably my favorite Klingon. Do you have Klingon fever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ridge fever, I believe it's called. I've got Klingon fever. She's got Klingon fever. <laughs> one of Spike Lee's most underrated films. It was, yeah. Spike Lee's great. Yeah, and it was cool too because he found the blackest dude he could possibly yeah, exactly. imagine to play to date a white woman. Yeah, <laughs> good movie. Yeah, good movie. All right. So speaking of good and black, Dennis Black and Asian, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this starts off with Riker, Pulaski, Data, Worf, and Jordy playing some poker. Yeah. This isn't the first time they play poker, is it? No, no. they no. played poker before. No. Klingons don't bluff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Worf is based. He's housing everybody. Yeah, like he gets a full house, literally. Now, do you think uh, they're letting him win? I don't think so. Because, because of his his race? <laughs> no, <laughs> because of his rage. Yeah. That he'll kill them. They, if they, they don't want to break in the table. <laughs> I I think uh, it's been established that Data could take uh, Worf in a fight, so I don't think he's afraid of him. Yeah, well, Lore could take him in a fight. Later, yeah, that was the thing. Is Lore? I mean, in the elevator. Yeah, that's you know, true. That, or in the it was lift. Two hits. <laughs> yeah, and down he, he goes. Hit Worf and Worf hit the ground. I think TNG does a good job making Worf more powerful as he goes. It's like they recon him almost. Yeah. yeah. You know, as his hair, he's like Samson. His hair gets longer <laughs> and he gets stronger. Yeah, he gets more powerful. Yeah. I wonder if that was a wig or if that's his real sweet hair. That'd be <laughs> awesome if that was his real sweet it's hair. It's a wig. I know, but still, but like, yeah. why would they make the wig longer every season? Like, whose idea was that? Well, I mean, your hair grows. Yeah, but he's the yeah. only one. I think they don't I have a barber I, on the Enterprise. They, well, they, they do. Mr. Mott. Yeah, Mr. Mott, the blue guy. Yeah. But the thing is, he's the only one that has any kind of real hair growth. Well, I, I'm wondering how lax the Starfleet regulations are because, you know, is it everybody, it's like a racial thing. Yeah. That they're all yeah. afraid to say anything. It's like, well, he's got that sash on. Yeah, he's got the sash, and then when, and then uh, his hair grows out to a ponytail, and he's got the little goatee going on. Well, like, you know what it is. I mean, if the Benzites can have their little bongs on their chest, why can't I wear my ceremonial <laughs> sash? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Worf is decorated like a Christmas tree because <laughs> he's got the sash. He's got the hair. He's got the little mustache. And then when, <laughs> when Ro comes in. Oh, with her earring. With her earring. And, and they make her take it off, though, when she hand. first... Uh, that earring's not regulation. got to take that off. But then they let her wear it later. But, yeah, after she, she does proves it. She's got her herself. headband on all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was sporting the row headband it, for a while when I had long hair. Yeah, I totally were. had the row headband. It was <laughs> awesome. You know, that that was what I thought. When I saw it, I was like, oh, cool, like row. And <laughs> <laughs> I was I was LARPing. <laughs> and if you notice, though, her uh, headband does match the... I mean, it's the same... Shade is her uniform yeah. top, yeah, so that she probably got an extra large. Oh, hold on, off. hold on! Spoiler. 
Because <laughs> nobody knows about any like of this row. stuff. What is this? Who's Roe? What's a Roe? What's a headband? Yeah. Roe is fish <laughs> eggs. It, yeah. it, you get it with your sushi. Yes. That's what we're talking about. I like exactly. Roe. I think she's foxy. Yeah. But no one knows who's we're to- who we're talking about. No. So. Right. Because it hasn't come out yet. No. And that, we're, everybody <laughs> on you know listening to the podcast, they've only listened <laughs> up until second season. Some people watch as we go. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. Like, we get messages on Facebook, like... Um, Somebody posted on the Facebook page, and you can find us, dorktrek.com. Actually, it's facebook.com slash dorktrek. Somebody posted on, I find things make ship go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a new thread on our uh, forums on dorktrek.com about that. Oh, episode. nice. I know. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you hate that episode. I hate the package. Yeah. And whoever came up with the idea of them. <laughs> See, uh, so my thing was, I hate them, but I mean, I, well, I recognize that they're it's just really stupid episode, but they're so stupid, I love them. Yeah. I mean, it, that was my thing, and I hate that I keep missing good episodes by not being here. I'm sorry. Well, Thanks yeah. for bringing us back to them. You get a good episode today. Yeah. I only yeah. watched one of them though. Ben's <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is, you guys can talk about. Talk amongst yourselves. And I'll watch Shades of Grey <laughs> yeah. to kind of, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to get caught up. I'll just yeah. skip the other one. So, but yes. W- yes. So, they're playing poker. Worf is winning. And uh, they get a call. There's a Class 11 emergency from Starfleet Command. I don't even know what that means. I don't know, but it sounds bad. But yeah. it's one higher than ten, I so know. it has to be <laughs> impressive. It's, it's like this is nu- the spinal tap of emergency <laughs> messages. It's a nuclear meltdown. Yeah. Picard finally blew up the ship. <laughs> yeah. He figured out how to do it alone. Yep. They have to keep a armed guard on him at all times. <laughs> uh, sir, you can't go to engineering. No, no, I want to. I have to do a routine maintenance check of the thingamabobbers. The flashy blue thing. <laughs> it's inspection time. Yes, we have to make sure they fix that glass floor they have there. Jordy, please give me a shift in engineering. <laughs> I feel I must need to learn all facets of the vessel. Especially the auto-destruct. <laughs> I mean, the warp core. <laughs> Dilithium crystals. And such and so on. Sincerely. Ooh, is that antimatter? Computer <laughs> <Future> self-destruct. <laughs> What happens if I open the bottle? <laughs> yep. So uh, everybody goes to the bridge, and the Enterprise is being diverted to a set of coordinates, and they're just supposed to go there and await further orders. Mm-hmm. So they go there, and they're near the Baratus system. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite systems. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful this time of year. Yeah, and uh, it's a recently colonized area. Ooh. So it's kind of new. Yeah. So anything that's threatening out there, they got to worry about all these. The colonies. You know, the it's, colonists. It's weird that they just throw these colonies up and they don't have any kind of real defenses. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, well, they have defenses, but, I mean, you, you don't go with... This is the Federation. We're all peace, love, and exploration. So they don't come in and put big phaser turrets and stuff. I yeah, mean, that you sounds know. good for a TV show, but if I'm on the ground of this new colony and, like, <laughs> we're virtually... I mean, like, we have sticks and rocks, what I'm, kind of, I'm going to be nervous. What kind of defenses did Jamestown have? Why they had it? sticks and rocks. Yeah. But, I mean, their adversaries also had sticks and rocks. You know what I mean? So, like, it was well, at least... you know, I'm sure they have, they have yeah. phase shields or something. Yeah, I don't and, know. You know you I'm have just sk- saying, if I'm on the ground and, like, you know, the Romulans are up above and they can do well, kinds of all crazy shit. Obviously, you, you, you know, in, in areas that are going to be more Dangerous. high risk, you're going to 
you know, build accordingly. They make it sound like it's Israel, like building on the West Bank or something. You know what I mean? Like they're building colonies and they got to watch out for. Yeah, although they're settlements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they won't be, you know what I mean? Settlements. Yeah, they're settlements. <laughs> they're not colonies. Which, isn't that just a neighborhood? They're just building like new neighborhoods. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. They're propping up tents. There's a lot of colonization going on in Starfleet. Yeah, still to this day, which is you know. But I guess there's so well, many planets. Well, we've like, only is there explored an overpopulation problem. On well, the no, it's just we've there. we've only explored 19 percent of the galaxy by uh, what, the time you of the mouse day. in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're what from the 24th we? century. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to keep in the boner uh, mentality here, and we've only explored 19 percent of the galaxy at the time of uh, the next generation. Yeah. It was like 11 percent in Kirk's time. So, I mean, you think of all the adventures of all Star Trek up until Next Generation, and it's only covered 19% of the galaxy. So, as they explore more, yeah, you, establish you, these colonies so that they can be like the forward outposts. Kind of. Or, you know, then you just have people who want to get that, you know, border life. that yeah. they, they don't like living in Eden. So border they, life. So, they want to get out there and, and, you know, rough it with... Rough and tumble space. Replicators that only work twice a week and stuff like that. Like city slickers. Yeah. 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 Could be. I mean, and there's always going to be that, <laughs> that tour out there. Well, they say that you know, life in the 24th century, you're all about that, you know, living life to its fullest, and you know, whatever your your talent, natural talents are. Right. Because you don't worry about money or and stuff like that. You just can do right. self development. So there's always been explorers. I mean, otherwise there wouldn't be, you know, a United States if there hadn't been somebody who puts over that next hill. It's true. Yeah. And so Indians, let's get them. Yeah. <laughs> Take their land. Burn them. Smallpox. <laughs> Here, have these blankets. Yeah. They'll keep you warm yeah. when you get sick. Yep. So, so they're you're in saying the that we're giving smallpox blankets to aliens? Yes. No, no, no. no, no That's no, why no. there's only humans on these planets now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's got to be like an indigenous people. Well, on no, these I mean, you yeah, yeah. class M planet, so there's got to be something there. No, not not necessarily. There's something. Yeah, but that's bullshit. There's but there's, stuff there. there's, t- there's plenty of class in planets that don't have native life, but I mean, like intelligent life. Then what, nothing's there? I Think mean, of there's a, just an empty ar- planet? Yeah, Archer 4. Life hasn't developed. I mean, you, you have plant life. You have some minor animal life. Mm-hmm. So it would be like uh, Earth maybe like three million years ago. There's no humans. There's no dominant like technological species. Right, right. There's just a bunch of animals running around. Right. No, no, man. Which then crazy. me bring, you know, it brings to me. To my mind, he said, "Me bring, me, me bring." I'm <laughs> yeah, thinking. Like now you're getting in the caveman mindset. Me bring. Well, he said, "Oh, he the three million years ago thing just yeah. kind of threw me in his Me line. bring fire. <laughs> me bring fire to Starfleet. I'm into pack led mode. But no, I mean, I would think that colonizing these planets on some level would be a violation of the Prime Directive. I was thinking the you because mean, you read my mind. You know exactly you, what it's, I was you're getting there. In you know before there's a dominant technological species, but those you know. Monkeys running around in the background yeah. could eventually develop They're and stopping their know. evolution. He's yeah. exactly you, Ben. That's the weirdest thing. It's like you read my mind. I swear but we all know that the Prime Directive is a joke. Nobody adheres to the Prime Directive in Starfleet unless, unless it's convenient yeah. for an episode. If it pushes the story forward, by yeah. God, we live by that yeah. Prime Directive. But most of the episodes seem to be, oh, Prime Directive is in our way. We'll, we'll just step around it this time. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. The prime what? The prime rib? I love prime rib. Replicator. Prime rib for everyone in the staff meeting. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting, though. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Because if there's no humans on a planet and they haven't developed anything... Or Klingons or Vulcans or whatever like they indigenous... You just can't right. go swooping in and go, hey, this is ours. Yeah, uh, yeah we can. 
No, who, who, I mean, apparently, you know, no, who's going to stop us? only works if there is an indigenous person, like indigenous well, yeah, people well, wait, on the planet. It, it, That's got to be the way it works, then, because like in it's supposed to be like pre-warp civilization. Yeah, in one, you're not in, to mess with, in right? one of the movies, right. there was that base that was on one of the pre-warp civilizations. I can't remember which one it is, and then they found them, and then that was a big uh, insurrection. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, well, so, well, they they thought they were pre-warp, but it turned out that they weren't. Right. So there wasn't a violation. Convenience. Yeah. But now there was, though, the episode with the proto-Vulcans, uh, where they thought uh, Picard was a god. We're, we're coming up to that one, uh, fourth season, I think. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, that's right out of Return of the Jedi. But, yeah. huh? <laughs> with the yeah. C-3PO. Huh? With the Ewoks thinking C-3PO is a god? Well, kind of. But no, I mean, it's just when you get beamed up to a starship for a medical emergency, you know, yeah. that... I remember that episode. You get kind of uh, freaked out. Again, it's weird because I I watched these things about a year ago, the whole series. Yeah. And there are episodes that I just... Just not memorable. I have no recollection mm-hmm. of. Yeah. There are yeah. episodes that I can't wait to get to, yeah. but there are episodes that like, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was <laughs> getting... Why did I sit through this? I was getting a lot of that through uh, watching second season this year, because, yeah. you know, because that's the one that I had never gone back to and intentionally watched. <laughs> because I remember hating it when I was a kid, but now second season is ebb, ebb and flow. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's great and sometimes it just sucks more shit than anything imaginable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but this was a good episode. I like this episode a lot, actually. Yeah. So uh, when they get the the coordinates, Admiral Gromick calls them from Starfleet headquarters. A very harsh woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she, she needs a good dickin'. I mean, what? I can't believe I just. No, those are called dickies. Uh, okay, dickies. no, no, she needs a good deep hard cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still haven't figured out the uh, admiral's uniform apparently, because every admiral we see has a different style yeah. uniform. They, yeah, they get their own variations. They just do what they want. It seems like. Yeah. Guys and, walk and around see, in skirts. This is again. <laughs> right. It's like what? It's like Club Med. <laughs> just do what you see now. This they're in one of the furthest reaches of, of the Federation right now. Right. 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 But. They can communicate instantaneously with well, Starfleet headquarters. Well, we when don't. This know. was a problem before. Was she at Starfleet headquarters? Uh, she's from headquarters. Yeah. Well, she's from headquarters. Yes. She could be anywhere. But there. she could be. Regardless, that she's still very far away. But they can speak instantly. Well, you have subspace relays, booster stations. Yeah, but, but sometimes it, I guess it, now. But they they made a point of that I, before. I yeah, yeah, I understand you know, what you're saying. Because sometimes it seems like no, we can't. Well, yeah, it'll take 48 hours yet. to get a message back to well, the headquarters. The delay works like the prime directive. Yeah, <laughs> it's convenient. <laughs> Whenever it's convenient, it yeah. applies. They just don't want to pay the extra money. <laughs> the <Yeah>. roaming. <laughs> those are prime minutes. <laughs> like, uh, we can't use prime. It, minutes. It's you know. Dick, I told you, don't use those minutes, data. Not until there's a little girl. I don't care. Yep, but uh, Admiral Gromick tells him that they're going to meet an emissary out Ooh. there, but she can't tell him anything else. That's it. Yeah, when you get there, you'll know what to do. It'll all be revealed when you get there. It's like, why can't you just tell me now? <laughs> but no. My thing there. is, this is like a, some high-level emergency. The admiral says, you know, everything will be explained when you get there. But Picard's like a little kid with, you know, yeah. well, wh- why can't you tell me? But I need to know now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want to know. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> just, just go to these coordinates, but. I'm Why? not going unless you tell me. A butterfly. I'm <laughs> At which point, Jordy runs into the bridge. Butterfly in the sky. Yeah. Get him off the bridge. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but she does tell him that the envoy is aboard a Class A probe. Oh. I mean, there were no ships at this starbase. That she was a Class A probe. It's a coffin. It's the Spock coffin. Class A yeah. probe. Yeah. 
All right. She's. I didn't have the subtitles on. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> a and eight sound very She's, similar. It's yes. The, it's the for those of you that don't know what the hell a class A, class eight is. Yeah, probe, it, it still the, means nothing to me. It's the Spock way. coffin. Yeah, it looks like the standard photon torpedo yeah. thing, except, yeah. well, no, the standard is like a smooth black uh, it's, sunglass it's, case. Yeah. This is the bumpy gray one. It's the standard, like, Star yeah, Trek kid. coffin. Yeah, well, it, like uh, Graves. Yeah. His his coffin, except without the window. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. They just shoot people <laughs> Yeah, because uh, there were no ships at the star base, and this thing could go warp nine. Yeah. So. Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because I mean, even they were like, "Whoa!" I mean, maybe if you took out all the components, you could put a life support system in, but it, yeah. it's not going to be very comfortable. Yeah. And, okay. So, all right. What what kind of envoy is in this thing? So they find it and they uh, pull up alongside it, put in the tractor beam, and then beam it over. Which I thought was ridiculous. Eh, the special effects. Really the the whole forward. process of let's get up. Next, you know, got to pull alongside of it, and there's yeah. this big tense thing, and yeah. now we've got to tractor beam it, and now we're going to beam it into the. Sh- it was always. Well, was it because you're I was like, just, at warp. Is that why? I came such well, a that, I know beaming only works if both vessels are traveling at the exact same speed. Really? So yeah, you can't beam between ships if they're not at the same. Sp- it's why you have to match course and speed, then transport over. Makes sense. Does it though? Yeah. No, not really. Like you're just but turning somebody into energy and then putting them somewhere else. Why does it have to be the same speed? Makes sense to me. I'm just going to say it makes sense. Oh, sure. But I mean that that's kind of an established it, thing. That's yeah. the rules. That's the physics of uh the 24th century. So that, that was the only reason I could see for using the tractor beam. Otherwise, just lock onto the life form and beam it aboard. Yeah. And just Yeah, but this makes it more dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like when they when they're refueling an airplane in the air and they it's that whole like, you know, you got to let the tube down and all that other bullshit. Yeah. But I just thought the special effects looked goofy more than anything else. Well, they tried. Yeah, they did, but it was goofy. It's 1989. Because it, like it was something different. It looked like the probe was chasing the, the Enterprise. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. at one point it was behind it, then it was on the side. And then before it put it in the tractor beam, the probe actually stopped. Yeah. If you, it's like, well, I guess they match speed or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was goofy special effects. They bring it aboard, yeah. and they open it up. O'Brien opens it up, and... Uh, O'Brien looks like he got a haircut, too. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the afro. He looks very svelte. Yeah. Very fit and trim. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to O'Brien from Deep Space Nine yeah, and later, so he, he's, he's had some time to chunk up and everything. And, mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of settled. Care anymore. He let yeah. himself go. Yeah. <laughs> Has too much socks. This is, this is back when he's... and Guinnesses are finally taking their yeah. toll. <laughs> but yeah, he totally, uh, they're doing that. It's nice. O'Brien's fit and trim, looking good. And they open it up, yeah. and what, are they, Pulaski, what is it? Pulaski, Pulaski scans it, and uh, she's like, oh, that's weird. And it, the thing... The person in there opens it up, and it's a Klingon chick. It's a Klingon lady. Yep. Hey. She says, hi, my name's Kalar. And then Riker kind of shows off his Klingon. Bok, talk, bok. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe he was like, you wanna, I believe what he said in Klingon was, let's fuck, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Like he says that to every Klingon he meets. It doesn't bark, matter bark, if it's a woman bark. or a man. Well, no, and the problem is, though, is that he learned that phrase while he was on the Klingon vessel. Yeah. They, they taught him, but they told him it meant, you know, good morning, how are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ach, bach, dach, bach. Yeah. <laughs> That's all my Klingon words. That's what they all sound like to me. Nyuk, nyuk. Bach, 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 dach. Umbla. For the longest time, all I knew was. Uh, Kirk and uh, Krug's line from Star Trek 3 that malts choi chu malts activate the beam energize yeah so uh, she gets up and Pulaski asks her about her yeah she's very tall she's huge yeah, yeah. 
but statuesque. Yeah, she's big. She's a big. She's girl. got a kind of funny looking clothing on. Yeah, like, well, I mean, it is yeah. future Trek. clothing. It is Star Trek. Yeah, they do the throughout this entire episode. They do the best possible way of covering her up. Yeah, she goes through a lot of costume changes. Oh, in this yeah, but I mean, yeah, but all the costume <laughs> changes, like she's wearing like turtlenecks and yeah. like jumpsuits and like really. I think weird she outfits. probably didn't want to do the makeup like all over her body. Like you see the Duras sisters later on. Yeah, and they're showing their you know their bombs and everything yeah. like that. But, They're uh, fake Klingon bombs. Yeah, she probably just didn't They're, want to do all the makeup. Right. I'm guessing. But yeah, they they covered her up. I mean, from and head to toe. Yeah. This was still second season, so we hadn't got to uh, you know porn trick yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Duroc bombs. Not yet. I think this is the start of it, though. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're on our way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Pulaski asks her about her weird vital signs, and she says, "Oh, I'm half Klingon and half human." Oh. No. Oh, well, really? Okay. So uh, they take her to the observation lounge, and Picard, Data, and Worf, and Troy are there. And Worf instantly is like, oh, mm. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you get drunk at one bar. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, she, they introduce her to everybody, and like, and this is Worf. And she's like, oh, I never thought I'd see you again. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to you. I don't like your face. It was a one-night stand, and it was a mistake. <laughs> yep. So, uh she basically, they start the briefing, and she tells them about this automated transition transmission from a Klingon vessel. Which this is a cool premise. This is a yeah. really cool idea. Yeah. yeah. It's the Tong, and it launched 75 years ago. Word? Yeah, and they basically... Wait a minute, though. 75 years ago? Yeah. That would have been almost back in Kirk's day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and as we know, Kirk's and the uh, Klingons did not get along very yeah, this well. This was during mm-hmm. the Federation-Klingon War. This was a cool premise. Yeah. And they yeah. could have made it a little more dramatic, but it was mainly about Worf yeah. Yeah. having some sex, yeah. which is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, they were cryo-frozen, and they're going to wake up soon. So they have to meet them before they wake up so that they don't go marauding these colonies, that these poor defenseless colonies that don't stand a chance against the 75-year-old Klingon <laughs> <laughs> you know, bird of prey. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that. It's well. First, it's not a bird of prey, but uh, oh, it, it looked like a you know D7 class. Of, oh. But anyway, thanks. Dick. Something in that that family. <laughs> but well, the bird up today, man. I know. But you know, I mean, maybe that's just uh, uh, a compliment to the Klingon technology of 75 years ago for their war fighting skills. That even 75 years later, the ship could do some serious damage. Was that a compliment to the Klingons? Maybe I'm just saying this episode wow. might have been. And you got the and you have a whole race. I mean, you have what? Uh, how many? Ben, I'm sure you know. Right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate because I don't want you to treat me like an asshole. But <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, you probably have maybe 35, 40 guys on this vessel, maybe. Oh, uh, for a D7 Clearly, class, yeah. that's a heavy cruiser. That would be their equivalent to the the Constitution class, like Kirk's, and Kirk had 432 okay. crew. So but with the cryogenics, just answer the question. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I would say I'm thinking I wanted to know. It, I mean, it, it's it's yeah. a it's a bigger t- uh, uh, class ship, but then with the cryogenics and the freezing and the mission thing, you might have had a skeleton crew. So you know, you could probably get by with a. 150 or so. But I mean, you That's figure even with 75-year-old technology, if you have at least a skeleton crew of 150 Klingons, those guys could do some damage. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, you fight to the death. You see three Klingons in, in uh, the episode from what was it, first season? Mm-hmm. Just those three guys were almost able to take down the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah so you got yeah. maybe so. 150 guys in these colonies. They're gonna waste them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Enterprise was the nearest one. So. 
course it is. It like, always well, is. Wouldn't it be better if a Klingon ship came? Like, I yeah, bad but... for all the other vessels that got nothing going on. <laughs> yeah. We're on space d- dump duty again, just yeah. picking up the trash. <laughs> the nearest Klingon ship is uh, two days away, so if they wake up before then, then the Enterprise basically needs to deal with the situation. And, you know, she says, just blow them out of the sky. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're born killers, so there's not going to be any negotiating with them. You just basically right. got to... Blow them up. <laughs> Eliminate them. I mean, you know, at the beginning of this, Kalar and I are pretty much on the same page with yeah. how to deal with Klingons. I agree, too. I mean, just blow them up. I but mean, Picard's like, no. Give me options. We don't, we will never do that. If yes. anyone's going to get blown up around here, it yeah. will be me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? To get, help me get options, Worf, you seem very uncomfortable working with her. Why don't you guys work together very closely? <laughs> well, you're both Klingons. You must know each other. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably cousins, right? <laughs> yeah. I can totally see Picard after in his ready room with, like, number one going, did you see that? They didn't want to work together, but I'm such a dick sometimes. <laughs> I really exactly. am. Yeah, and when everybody gets up and leaves, uh, Picard talks to Worf, and Worf tells him, sir, you know, don't you think Data or somebody else should do this? And Picard says, no. I mean, do you have a personal reason for not wanting to do this? Yeah. Professionally? No. All right, then do it. I don't see the problem. <laughs> I'm such a douche. I swear to God, it's he awesome. I can't believe they let me do this sometimes. Yeah. But Worf, you know, he's a good he's a good troop, so he goes and does it. I'm so mean to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley, right home to your mother. To the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ride my horse in the 1940s. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come he doesn't have a horse? Like know. when he's being Dixon Hill. I don't know. That'd be cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> Riding a horse through the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> he just hasn't thought of it yet. Yeah. Yeah, because he does do the horse thing later. Oh, he loves the horse. Yeah. Yeah. In his English riding He's saddle. He's a fancy lad. He's uh, future Catherine the Great. Yeah. He horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he dies, I heard. <laughs> no, that's all speculation. That's in the eighth season. The that's eighth season of uh, the next generation. Catherine the Great doesn't die that way. What way? She fell off a horse. No, there was there was rumors that she was banging a horse, and the horse what? fell off. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. kidding. Yeah. They set up, my, my wife looked at me like, what? Yeah, they set this rig up to have sex with her, and the, the horse like fell. like an early sex wing yeah. for having sex with horses. Yeah. <laughs> How could you even... She, you know why she probably died that way? Because she couldn't tell any of her, I guess, scientists or anything, or engineers to build her this, yeah. because then they would know she had sex with horses. <laughs> So she ran a lot of tests. She just kind of did it on her own. Like, yeah. all right, I figure if I can, you know, kind of Jimmy rig this thing myself, and next My, thing you know, if dead. This leg goes there. And that leg goes there. Dead. <laughs> speaking, half. speaking of sex with horses, uh, Worf and uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Troy is taking Kalar to her quarters. Troy is so annoying in this episode. Yeah. Well, you're half-breed, and I'm half-breed. Yeah. We should be friends. He's like, I didn't know Klingons and humans could get it on and make a baby. Oh, yeah, we Let's could. Let's get it oh, on. Yeah, can. Here I am. And Kalar tells her that she's got a little bit of the worst of both. She's got the human sense of humor that gets her in trouble all the time, and she's got this really bad Klingon temper, and she has to keep in check. Yeah. Yep. So uh, she meets with Worf, and she's wearing a... A hot leather jumpsuit. She's, she's dressed like Lady Gaga. <laughs> she's got the red leather jumpsuit and like the loopy belt and like these really high boots. I mean, yeah. like middle of like the middle like the thigh. thigh boot. It's like, God damn, who, who dressed you? Yeah. 
You a streetwalker? Yeah, <laughs> Klingon fashion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's out there. It's ridiculous, but I mean, she manages to still be sexy, but like covered head to toe. Yeah, and but I, I mean, mm-hmm. she's wearing see, red leather. I didn't see this in her probe when they took her out. She she didn't bring any <laughs> replicators, suitcase, yeah. a suitcase or anything. So yeah, she, she replicated, replicated this. this yeah, because she wanted to turn Worf on. <laughs> well, there's uh, there, apparently I've always thought that there there wasn't like uh, laundry or anything on the ship. You just Replicate clothes, and then when you're done with them, you toss you them back. Them. Well, you know, you toss them back in the replicator, and yeah. it recycles the you know the raw matter back in. That would make sense. You can make yeah. new clothes. I, I that's the way I was looked mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. I mean, they, I've never seen anybody go into like a with the chicken bones. You throw the chicken bones back in the replicator. They make a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Rechicken me, replicator. <laughs> Unfortunately, so does the other waste. But yeah. You know. After about the fourth year, you're it's a circle eating. of life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Elton John. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, she looks foxy. But Worf doesn't even want to look at her. Because he, he'd get a boner. Yeah. He would totally get a clean you know, up boner. He'd go back down that road again. No, he's been hurt one too yeah. many times. How can we be lovers <laughs> when we can't be friends? <laughs> and then Worf just wants to work. Yeah. So We need to get this task done. Yeah. And then she wants to talk. Typical woman. Yeah. Even, even Klingon women. About yeah, her stupid feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, eventually they start, start arguing about how to deal with these frozen Klingons. And uh, she says they just need to die. And Worf says we need more information on their mission, so we know how to, you know, manipulate them, basically. Which is a good idea. I mean, yeah. if you if you need an option that you need to give the captain besides killing them, it's good to know what was their purpose before. Yeah, they they were going. And that's the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> the last you ever yeah. hear about. Because she storms off. Yeah, you know, she goes to her quarters and smashes her table. Yeah, she breaks a glass table. Yeah. Oh, her famous Klingon temper is showing itself. Yes. Why are there so many glass tables on this ship? Because you know, Admiral Quinn throwing uh, Riker through one. The yeah. you know. well, I mean, glass tables kind of you know they're classic. There's glass floors in engineering. There's just a lot of glass. And I mean, it's dramatic. I, I was hoping it would be transparent aluminum, but it's still just break crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's plate glass. <laughs> It's, a lot of it's fashionable. And they colonized the plate glass planet. And <laughs> you know, all the some admiral has like a his brother in law is like a plate glass manufacturer, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and there's a contract. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a bunch of contracting. So, um, for some reason, Troy happens to be standing <laughs> for right some outside. Reason. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I know this Klingon chick's going to be trouble, so I should probably stand by. Yeah. Like she's been shadowing her, like Picard said, don't let her leave your sight. They should have diked out. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that, I would have I liked that. Again, that was that. season eight. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been awesome. God. Season eight. Sounds like it's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> it, it's, it's, that, it's when they just the let horse. loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Tasha, Troy, uh, Kalar three-way. Yeah. That's it was all on the holodeck. Tasha though. comes back from the dead. It was a, ho- it was her, a holodeck. Uh, her half Vulcan uh, or half uh, Romulan. Romulan. No, no, no. This, this was t- it was a holodeck. That's thing. a lot of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't run with scissors. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, Troy comes in and Kalar calls her out about you know, oh you're such a great empath. You know that I'm face. <laughs> She's like, oh, is something wrong? She's like, oh, what what fucking makes you think that? <laughs> what a great bait is that? Maybe yeah. the broken table? Yeah. <laughs> well, how about I break your face? Yeah. <laughs> hey, fool! Yeah. <laughs> you sense great emotion now, bitch, huh? <laughs> Do ya? But uh, Troy knows that she can't really give her any counseling because she's not a good counselor. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells her that uh, maybe you should try uh, some exercise. Maybe you should go talk to Guinan. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's very good at this guy. No guy in this episode, though. I know. Well, no Wesley either, though, so I'll take it. Yeah, that's a fair trade-off. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she suggests that she goes and tries a holodeck exercise program. So Kalar goes down there, and she's scanning through the programs that are in there. She's like, oh, Worf. Mm. Calisthenics program. What mm. if it would have been just like war- like... Worf having sex with a bunch of guys or something like we, or you know what I mean like and Worf or Worf beating up a bunch of hers <laughs> like, like what, what if that was the whole calisthenics program I was like well this is weird it's like her in like leather outfits and he's fighting him to the death with like swords that look like wangs like this is just a thing that I thought about you know that, that file was password protected <laughs> season 8 yeah I'm just season saying eight. though I mean okay. you know you don't want to walk into someone else's holodeck you know. Why aren't there passwords on these yeah. things? Why, I mean, why don't you put it on your thumb drive and take it back to your quarters? And, I'm you know, sure Riker does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Riker I mean, has a secret Riker, file. Yeah. He does. He does. <laughs> He's got a whole secret holodeck. No one knows. can know. <laughs> no one can know. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm, look what happened with, what's his face? Uh, oh, what's his name? Barkley. Yeah. In the later episodes, like, yeah. he gets... I know. Spoiler! <laughs> but I mean, he gets in trouble for going into the holodeck and doing so all does Jordy. Of wacky yeah. shit. No, but Jordy doesn't get in trouble, though. Uh, well, he gets embarrassed. Yeah, he, well, gets yeah, embarrassed he gets embarrassed because he falls in love with a holodeck. Yeah, and she finds Spoiler! She finds out. Yeah. But the whole thing about it, but I mean, Barkley gets in a whole heap of trouble. Oh, yeah. it's, that's third season. He has to go to, like, rehab and yeah. shit. Yeah. Because, like, he's punking out all the officers on the ship and, like, yeah. raping all the girls. Yeah, he wants, to have, he wants to have sex with Troy, but he's too scared to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but, another time. But doesn't that seem like the most <laughs> realistic use of the holodeck? It does. Yeah, that's some, what I would use it for. Some wallflower. I mean, that, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> some wallflower that can't talk to girls or something like that, or has like some kind of secret fantasy, just goes there and does it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that kind of thing goes on all the time on the holiday. They to. just don't show it. Yeah. Well, no, because we're we're more evolved than that by the 24th century. Clearly no, not. we're not. No, we're not. Well, it's <laughs> the, you know the people who go to like the gentlemen's clubs all the time because <laughs> they're too scared to talk to r- real girls, <laughs> so they go. Where the girls are nice and friendly, so that'd be the people who would resort to holodecks, I would imagine. Barkley is a perfect example of. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I could totally see him in a strip club. I could totally <laughs> see him creeping people out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The Barkley episodes are good. Yeah. But we'll get there. Spoiler. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so, uh, Data's briefing Picard on the bridge about their progress, how close they're getting to the Klingon vessel, and everything. Yes. And then Worf storms on the bridge, and he's just yelling at people in the background. Yeah. Really <laughs> like, I didn't even hear what he said to that guy back no, there. He didn't like, hey, no. shut your face, you <laughs> dickbag. <laughs> yeah. Punch your dick off. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Yeah. So Picard goes, is there something wrong, Worf? <laughs> Are you blowing up like I knew you would? <laughs> mm-hmm. Worf tells him they're taking a break from I their I told meeting. you it would work, number one. He, look how mad he is. Yeah. <laughs> you can he see said, that vein. <laughs> I'm such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he gives a little high five. <laughs> the ridge in his head is so big now. He's so angry. <laughs> God, we're so terrible, number one. <laughs> Let's go have Cosmos. <laughs> I told you this would work. <laughs> Break out the DVDs of Sex in the City, number one. We're totally, you're totally Samantha. That's our, that's our reward. <laughs> <laughs> Look how upset he is. That's so great. Let's go get our nails done. <laughs> And look at the whales and make that mad too. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, Worf tells him that he just wants to run some diagnostics on the tactical systems, and uh, Riker's like, "Well, I think they're fine." Shut up! <laughs> Shut up, Riker! You dick! Stupid head! <laughs> That's why I fuck your girlfriend later. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> 
<laughs> Boiler. <laughs> oh, yeah, my phone. Thanks, Ben. Unfortunately, that's in Season 8, too, yeah. apparently. No, no, it happens in Season 7, but then it Not really, yeah. I mean, they don't really explore it very far. <laughs> but, you know, again, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough for Worf to find love. Yeah. Well, lasting love. Yes. <laughs> Touche. At least he gets his bang on every now and then. Yeah. Not like Jordy. I, I think it's the uh, bonanza rule. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. What the, I don't know. The, the bonanza thing. rule. Anytime uh, one of the Cartwright boys on the ocean, you know, bonanza. Okay. Yeah. Anytime one of the Cartwright boys fell in love, and uh, you know, somebody you know, is like, "Pa, I'm gonna marry," you know, Sally Mae. Okay, son. And then all of a sudden. They're walking. It's like, watch out for that horse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, she's dead. I'll never know love. (laughs) You know. The end. Yeah, and then the next episode, everything's fine. (laughs) And they all go out for a buffet. (laughs) At Bonanza. What was the name of the one restaurant? It was the Ponderosa, wasn't that? Yeah, the Ponderosa That was the name of a restaurant, too, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Because that was the name of the Bonanza house, was the Ponderosa or some shit like that, wasn't it? Ponderosa was the the ranch that they owned. It was the the property. And then there was the restaurant chain called Ponderosa. There's a chain of bingo halls also called Ponderosa. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, the Great Steak Club. Well, I'm I'm thinking Ponderosa is, is some kind of Spanish word, possibly. Rosa is, red. is like red, yeah. yeah. A red, red pond. <laughs> red panda. Yeah. Red, oh, it's a red panda? Red, the red pa- yeah, panda like Rosa. in uh, the uh, Kung Fu movie there with yeah. Kung Fu Panda, uh, the little red they panda. They actually have red pandas, too. They're at the Norfolk Zoo. Very cute. Yeah. Yeah. And they crawl right above your head, and like you literally think they're just going like, to land on body. top of you and like, eat your fucking face off. But they're yeah. cute, though. Do they know martial arts? Probably. See? It's I'm just gonna say can't yes. trust the Chinese. No, you can't. But anyway, <laughs> oh my God, we said it. I can't believe we said. It. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> We're gonna get a virus on our website. Now. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> yep. So. um <laughs> Yeah. So Picard so, counsels Worf. He says, "You're working too hard. You need to relax, man. Yep, Chill yep. out. Why are you being such a douche?" Oh, that's right. I made you work with your ex-girlfriend. No, th- and this is where. But I know she's in the hollow deck, so let's send him. <laughs> he down set this too. up with uh, Troy. Yeah, yeah. And they they were he was like, all right, you send her to the hollow deck. <laughs> yeah. And then when he comes to the bridge, pissed off, I'm going to send him to the. They're total matchmakers. That's, exactly. That's the whole purpose of the and Enterprise. Then, then Worf goes in there and sees that his uh, hollow deck. Yeah. Who's running my program? Being run, he goes in there and sees his girlfriend. Yeah, beating up Skull Skeletor. Yeah, and which Birdman. Cool. I like the fact that it was the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know yeah. that sounds goofy, but I like the fact that it. It was, was consistent. Same. Yeah. That's the program he turned. Yeah, because if I turn on FIFA 12 right now, in two hours, the game will be the same. Yeah, so exactly. I thought that was Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, she kicks her asses, and she's like, that's not too hard. He's like, computer, level two. Oh, well, level two is going oh, to be shit. one harder than level one. <laughs> yeah. so that's, wow. Yeah. And so they both fight, and uh, she wins, and then she tries to fight Worf. But then he smells a hand. Yeah. And she smells Uh-oh. his hand. Which sounds weird, and I know this might sound, but it was really kind of erotic. It was. Yeah, yeah like a little. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. He was digging fingernails into the palms of a chick's hand. That. <laughs> well, that's weird. But I'm saying, like, the sniffing of the hands at first <laughs> made like, me hot. Like, they didn't start smooching or anything. I can't see Klingons kissing. It was yeah. almost it's almost the, animalistic, though. Yeah, that's I mean, why it was cool. Yeah. Like they're smelling each other's butts, yeah. and then they're gonna get it on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I believe she's in heat. <laughs> yes, yes, I can tell by the palms of her hands. But you know, uh, smells are really kind of... They're called pheromones. Yeah, but I mean, even like uh, the way people smell, it triggers memories. Like yeah. smell is very, yeah, a very, uh, I don't know what, 
No, scent, scent memory is a very yeah, strong. Definitely smell your butt. In psychology. Uh, oh yes, that was a lovely time. People who lose their sense of smell in like, adulthood. Like Dewey Cox. Well, no, he was born born without a sense. Uh, that's yeah, a bummer. like me. You have me. <laughs> but uh, people who lose their sense of smell after having it you don't actually have a sense s- of smell. No, so but I could fart right in your face. And wouldn't know it. know it. I'd taste it and then I'd hate you. <laughs> but um, would you? Yeah. <laughs> My <Nope>. ponderosa fudge. <laughs> so you can't smell anything? That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. I, I've tried to get the handicap decal for my car, but they won't give it to me. <laughs> I, I lost one of my senses. You know, you give the blind guy one, and you still let him drive for some cars. Car. <laughs> yeah. We should make you a Geordie thing for your nose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but, I mean, you, you can suffer from, like, severe depression and stuff if you lose it. Yeah. I never had it, so I... So you've never had a sense of smell? Mm. So I have a like a really bad memory because pe- and I forget to eat is the other thing. What? Forget to eat. Just yeah, because, well, no. Say you say you're sitting here. I'm and, sitting here. Right. <laughs> and somebody's in the kitchen you're, cooking you're your good. favorite meal. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you don't know. You just hear them in there. But when you smell the food cooking, you get hungry. Like ooh. Yeah. I can be sitting in my office and someone's in the kitchen down the hall cooking. I'll just keep working right like through when, it. Uh, when the coffee came in here. I was like, hmm, coffee. I don't get that. And you're like, oh. I just eat because a I have glass. a gnawing pain. Mm, yeah. Ceramic glass. <laughs> you're a, uh, you don't have you're any... a smell Vulcan. You have no sense of smell. You've... But do you have, <laughs> are any of your other senses stronger? Well, I mean, I've been told many times people, to, oh, you can't smell, you can't taste. And I can taste. It's, I mean, it, it developed. If you lost your sense of smell, you your taste better? would be affected. No, but I can. Uh, do you see better? You know, I I was cheated on the whole superpower thing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I have a bad memory and uh, I trip a lot. Can you sense great emotion? Yeah. No. Hold on. Can you read my mind? This... Am I hiding something right now? <laughs> He's reading my mind, Dennis. Oh, I'm, I'm confused. There's too many thoughts. Too many thoughts. All right. So that's no. not lemonade. <laughs> so you have no good powers then. No. You just can't smell. And I, you know, my plane was struck by lightning, and I spent two weeks trying to develop that uh, power. <laughs> Nothing. So yes. If any listeners out there want to make Ben a nose visor, feel free. <laughs> you need to put a picture up on the website. Of a nose visor? Or just your picture, and then I'll we'll edit it. We'll put they'll in, Photoshop we'll put the nose visor. picture I like the, the, the grates on Jordy's in his nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a little wrap around. Yeah, it just yeah. wraps around. Yeah. It's, it's like a nose piercing where you have the... Because the, Jordy has those things on his temples yeah. that divide... I have the two little nose piercings on each side, and it just Actually, it'd be around. great if they were, like, really big. Like, <laughs> like they don't need to be that big. Because they can't put all that machinery. Well, maybe it's like the mustache. It looks like a, a metallic, bur- you know, the, like, the banana clip musking on your mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Because, I mean, Jordy's visor is really bulky. And yeah. even when they take it off in the movie, I know this, he's much like Puffy to me, Puff Daddy the Rapper. When he doesn't <laughs> wear his glasses, I don't really recognize him. Like, yeah. he looks weird. Like, there are three people that I can think of right off the top of my head being Jamie Foxx, Puffy, and Jordy. Like, when they don't have their. I wear on it's like yeah. who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Because I mean, every time Jamie Foxx takes his glasses off, I just think of the character he used to do on *In Living Color*, the ugly girl with a weird face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I ever think about. Yeah. Like he could be in a movie that's all serious as hell, Get Out, but I just think of that girl. That, yeah. That's all. Yeah. And then I think it was just Shaniqua. looks weird. Yeah. She, yeah. She, was it Shaniqua? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I think about. Like, why is Shaniqua? Yeah, now, is there some connection? 
between these three guys? They always have glasses on. Yeah. Well, they're all black. They all just, yeah. uh, I didn't want to state the obvious, <laughs> I mean, I just, but I mean, I don't know why. But, but like, just, if you took your glasses off, you would I would look, look totally would different, different. But I always have them on. Yeah, and we we appreciate that because you. <gasps> Bobby, where's the Oh, okay, you're back. Oh, what? Who? What? Oh, okay. That was <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Clark Kent Superman thing. Yeah. Well, no, Terry Hatcher was a guest host on Saturday Night Live years ago when she was still on The New yeah. Adventures of Superman. Neil Lois and Clark. Yeah, the that new show was bad. And uh, Will Ferrell was in the... You know, she does the opening monologue thing that the guest always does. Will Ferrell comes up next to her and is talking to her. Oh, she's wearing glasses. And she's talking, and then he puts his glasses on to read something, and she's like, where'd Will go? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Also on Star Trek, Terry Hatcher. Yes, mm-hmm. on the uh, fake Han Solo episode. Yep. And Seinfeld. Yeah. Ah, Seinfeld reference. <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> and they were back then. She was the most downloaded uh, picture on AOL. Really? Back in the day. Interesting. At and one her point. and uh, Jackie Childs got it on, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. On Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. 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 They're real, and they oh, spectacular! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna post that. The, I've got the, I've still got that AOL picture. Really? With her, she's wrapped in the Superman cape. Oh, that's cool. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll post that in the forum. I somewhere. still have that. <laughs> I, I do have that. I'm sure you do. Is it on the zip drive? <laughs> that you got? Is it for your holodeck? <laughs> it's it. It's on my Lois, floppy. I'm home. Oh, my cape. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So all this time we've been talking, Worf and Kalar have been banging, basically. <laughs> yeah, they've been having some hot sex. Yeah. And it's so good that Worf wants to marry her afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. he samples the goods like, damn. But I guess, I guess that the thing is, is it's awesome. an honorable thing. Once you, they do, once you do the Klingon mating ritual, once you bang, you're married. You bang. That's, yeah. That's lame. That is lame. Like there's no one night stands in Klingon. Twenty fourth. Se- well, the twenty fourth century. The only people who you know. Have free sex or the humans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, the humans are the only ones running around, go you know, screwing anything they want and moving on. Everybody else has all the. I mean, even yeah. the Beta Zeds, who yeah. you would think are somewhat cultured, are like, oh, arranged marriage. Riker must trick bitches into marriage all over the galaxy. Like, yeah. hey, hey, we'll get married. Oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah. All right, honey, I'll see you later. Well, I mean, there's an like episode. He can't go on away missions to certain planets now. <laughs> no, 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 I can't go to that planet. I got seven wives down there, and they're all looking for I me. I got Dolian flu. Sorry, yeah, I can't go. Or there's one where he's there. I think it was episode uh, like fifth or sixth season where uh, episode titled uh, First Contact, where he hooks up with Lilith from. Uh, Really? From Cheers. Baby Newworth? Yeah. Oh, she's hot. She is hot. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, she's aliened out, and he's aliened out, Did but they figure her? out he's an alien. Did and you see Son of Sam? Or Summer of Sam, the Spike Lee movie? Yeah. She's in that. And is her, she? Yeah, and she looks hot as shit in that movie. She's a very good-looking yeah, woman. Yeah, she is. Because they've always played her as kind of like an ice queen. Cause that's yeah. yeah. I think that makes her hotter. Yeah, actually. she's yeah. really hot. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, as he's leaving, though, he does the... Uh, yeah, next time I'm in, the, I'm in the solar system, I'll give you a call. Yeah. And, and it takes off. Riker's got ladies all over the galaxy, baby. Yeah. Mm. Baby New That Riker. But yeah, so he totally bangs her and then he wants to get married. Yeah, but she's, she's like, like, hey, it was just a hookup, man. <laughs> and he, and yeah. he starts doing the Klingon, I guess, do you take this Klingon to be your lawful yeah, wedded wife? Talk, talk, talk. Yeah, which I guess uh, on Memory Alpha, they say that he what he says is, I'm a Klingon. And that's like his way of like, they're saying we're married. I'm a Klingon. You're a Klingon. We're Klingons I'm together. I'm tapping that ass. That's right. Yeah. But so. if he um, but if it happens to the holodeck, is it not? Oh no, they, they, they were both real. Right, Kalar was real. Yeah, he was, was real. Yeah. I but mean, apparently, you, yeah. <laughs> they 
So they got undressed. They yeah. had Klingon sex. Yeah. And then they got dressed again. Then they started talking about it. Yeah. Because they both had she had her full jumpsuit back on, and he had his uniform and his sash on and everything. Yeah. So it's just weird because usually when people Klingons have don't sex cuddle on TV or whatever, they're always like under the covers, covering it's their bodies blood, and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like okay, you need. She was bleeding from her hand. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 a sure sign of sex. Right uh, there, I, right? I don't know, man. I mean, that's what you know. But I like, I didn't, I didn't know that they actually had sex until you know. Yeah. They talked about it because it just looks like they were back in the same scene. Like maybe they kind of got intimate or whatever. Well, she was laying there, kind of messing with her hair. Yeah. Just fully clothed, and she had a stain <laughs> on her shirt. <laughs> hey. <laughs> What from the blood from her hand? Oh it yeah, looks like chocolate syrup. <laughs> yeah, and I I thought it was you know here's my little nitpick. She has human colored blood when she bleeds, mm-hmm. She's but then in, in Star Trek Six we find out that Klingon blood looks like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> well, so. it's in zero gravity. Still, <laughs> human blood in zero gravity looks like human blood in you know yeah. just floating around, yeah. doesn't but it? She's half human. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. half human. So her blood looks like chocolate. Her blood syrup. is human. Her bones are Klingon. Well, they have to be yeah, to take yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, so they ain't getting married. No, they're not. No. She's, like, not having it. Klingon. And Worf is pissed. And then they leave. Yeah, the Enterprise finally arrives in the area where they're going to be I like how the, the idea of them coming up with, like, a secondary plan is just right out the fucking window. Yeah. Like, you, you, when you're watching the episode, you forget the whole premise of the show. You're like, what are they doing all this for? Oh, yeah, that's right. There's some frozen Klingon yeah. that's left there. Oh, shit. Well, they, I forgot they, about they that. They reconvene, but this time Data's with Worf yeah. as a chaperone yeah, to Data's make sure. Like, total like a cock block. Like, yeah, that's uh, but that's the thing is the crew knows this, yeah. and that's why they bring him along. Exactly. They but learned from when Loaxana Troy was on board that, oh, shit, Data <laughs> is good at keeping bitches from messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I don't want to talk about something, I'm just going to bring the robot. That's right. Yeah, whenever you have to go make the uh, the exchange to pick up your kid or whatever, <laughs> you bring Data <laughs> along. Data must really be busy on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Riker is, but yeah. for other reasons. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and she even calls him out, oh, you brought the fucking robot? Yeah, exactly. For real? Yeah. She should have banged Data to get back at yeah. Worf. I'm sure he knows how to do the Klingon mating ritual. If this would have been like Melrose Place or something, totally would have happened. Yeah. 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 Worf would have walked Mel- in. Melrose Place, I mean, Picard would have hooked up with her. Yeah, that's I mean, true, that's... too. But I'm just saying, you know, that would have been hot. Yeah. And then Worf would have walked in on, like, you know... <laughs> the the piston effect of <laughs> Data's wang. Because I just imagine it's just a piston. I'm thinking it's like a metallic hum. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that? And it's a piston. That <laughs> <laughs> like a Sibian in there. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I bet Data's great at sex. Oh, yeah. Of course he is. We already he's a goddamn that. robot. Yeah. He's a robot. Yeah, but I mean with any species. 3,200 yeah. RPM. He's pleasured in what? Four or five ways? He knows four or five means yeah. of pleasure? Even bog sex. Yes. He's great at this. Yep. He's a beast in the sack. You will be assimilated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Assimilate this. And then they see the, sh- the Klingon ship all of a sudden. Yep. Magnified by a hundred. Yep. That one hundred must be a lot. Like it must be like by like a hundred million. Because I didn't see shit when they first looked out there. Magnified by a hundred. Oh look, there it is. Yeah. A hundred light years. And now it's firing on. <laughs> oh shit. Maybe they want to talk. The, Data's the best. Oh, I'm not picking up any life forms, which means they're all dead or sleeping. Oh wait, they're shooting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could be <laughs> yeah. wrong. My it's bad. Then it My bad. Yeah. They're like, ah oh, shit. Data's not really good at any of that shit. Oh, no, they're shooting. Oh, fuck, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
Jordy comes up to the bridge and uh, he can find them because their cloak shield is really inefficient or whatever. Well, it's 75 years old. Yeah. yeah. So he tracks them down and then Worf comes up with an idea. It's about time. He's I using mean, that uh, noodle of his. This is yeah. what they pay you to do. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to think right like after they, sex. They've kind of come to the conclusion that, well, I guess we got to blow them up because they're already awake. We right. can't talk to them or whatever. They and they're obviously hostile. And yeah. the Klingon chick is saying, let's just let them die like Klingons. Let's yeah. just blow them let up. Let them die with some honor. Yeah. But, but Worf's like, no, 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 no. I got an idea. So uh, they provoke the, the Tong to attacking him again. The Tong! Yeah. Pull up right in front of him. Yeah. And, Which uh, is really funny. They just stop right in front of him. The card's like, okay, Mr. Worf, let's do your plan. And the next thing you know, they uh, Worf says, hail the Klingons. And they call him up, and him and Kalar are sitting there in the captain's chair and the commander's chair dressed as Klingons. Yeah, in like traditional Klingon commander yeah. outfit. Yeah. yeah. He and had the little... Like, the what the hell are you doing? The one, did you notice the one little badge they had? Looked like a box cutter out of the box cutter, like the blade. <laughs> did you notice that? Because it had like the sharp bottom and then like a, a, a razor sharp top and then like the hook. Because you know how the blades, they have the hook where you the can hook flip thing, them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked like one of those things like glued to the, the vest. It was just weird. <laughs> it might have been. I, was I mean, yeah, they were all the yeah. time, I mean, using stuff. Yeah, it looked like know. a box cutter blade. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> but I don't know. Whatever. It probably was. I didn't pay that much attention to it. But, um, yeah, so... Why would they have to wear traditional Klingon garb, though? To sell it? Well, yeah, yeah so I guess to make them show that, hey, the Klingons, w- the war is already over. But, I mean, wouldn't we be won, enough, son. It wouldn't be enough just to Word. see two Klingons sitting on a bridge, one wearing a Starfleet if, uniform. But if they're in a Starfleet uniform, that implies that Starfleet won. Uh, so right. if they're in Klingon uniforms, they're, the Klingon but culture is dominant. they're by everybody else in Starfleet uniform. Yeah. That could just be like a black yeah, but dude wearing a dashiki and then hanging around a bunch of white yeah. people. And you're not going to trick a black guy by going, no, we won't. Seriously, that's why I'm wearing this dashiki. They all work for me. <laughs> you got all these stupid-ass white people walking around in regular clothes. Yeah. Like, I'm not falling for that shit. Well, no. Man. I mean, he, he's Worf is sitting there in the captain's chair. Yeah, but I mean... He's got the captain's robes on. I don't know. And he's got all these little Starfleet guys Again, working for him. If Dennis comes over wearing a, you know, traditional African garb and tells some other black and, dude... And that, a rice planter's hat. <laughs> these are all my white slaves. <laughs> we clearly won, black yeah. friend. It's like... Yeah. Well, yeah, I but I'm I mean, gonna believe that. what if this is his black friend from 75 years ago that's been frozen that we've just thawed out? I would wonder how we had the technology to freeze this guy and thaw him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 75 years ago, I mean... I mean yeah. I'm just saying, that's all I would wonder. <laughs> but, uh... I don't think the Klingons really believe it either. The Klingon captain, he doesn't really believe it because they're like, uh, I don't know about this. Might be a Federation trick. Because those Federation guys are crafty. Yeah. They are. They're sneaky. Yeah, they're sneaky. But they really might be wearing makeup. We never know. Yeah. So uh, Worf basically tells him, yeah, well, if you don't drop your shields, what? we're just going to have to destroy you. And then wouldn't 75 years ago the Klingons wouldn't look like that? They yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, no, no. Yeah, 75 years ago, they, they looked like that because in the movies. Because the original series, they were regular dudes in blackface, which okay. is real racist. Well, you've got to wait for Enterprise to explain that. Yeah. Ah, okay. And Deep Space yeah. Nine addresses a little bit, but yeah, yeah, Worf said we don't like to talk about that. Yeah. The, the DS9 episode, Worf goes back to Trouble with Triples episode. That's right, yeah. And yeah, O'Brien the, and... They use the Forrest Gump technology. Yeah, and O'Brien and uh, Bashir are like, uh, so where are the Klingons? Well, they're, they've been here since we got here. Where? Well, those those guys. dudes in blackface? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, over why, don't, why don't they look like you, Mr. Worf? We don't like to talk why about it. Why don't they look like... Because, like, I know they didn't it, have it the budget. It gets explained in Enterprise. Yeah, I know. They don't have the budget originally to do it, but then, like, the humans help them out and, like, give them ridges or some shit? No. no. It's like a... Uh, they try to create their own cons, basically. Yeah. They try to genetically engineer super Klingons. Ah, yeah. But this is an Enterprise like episode. that gets loose and... 
you know, starts. I guess it makes them really sick or whatever. Well, yeah, it, it makes you sick. You get like uh, the flu. You lose your ridges because the the augment. They called Khan and his people augments, All right, okay. and the genes were like a very dominant. And so, takeover type gene. So the Klingons in the original series are were these super mutated, Klingons. right? But they were more aggressive, which is kind of scary, <laughs> and uh, smooth foreheads and blackface. That's yeah. That's that's where they can tap dance. <laughs> See now, I haven't seen the Enterprise episode, but my understanding was that it was going to take a couple generations for this to to take to work a, out to get out. So if that's the case. Wouldn't these Klingons on the ship still have that? Or no, no, no. Because still the, kind of be like in a transition. These were movie era Klingons. If it was seventy-five years ago, this is in twenty. Do somebody do the math? Because I can't. Post Kirk. Yeah, Dennis, like you're Asian. <laughs> do some math. <laughs> do the math. It's twenty-three se- twenty-three sixty-four. I guess is second season. Yeah. So sixty-four minus seventy-five. Yeah, it's like the twenty twenty two ninety. Twenty two ninety. So that was you know just before Kittimer, yeah, which was right. the movie era, and then the movies the Klingons yeah, had the ridges back. So it's before you know before Praxis blows up, and right? And but, all this but, other crap. But it's after, after Star Trek: The Motion takes Picture. Place Eighty years after. After Kirk. After Kirk. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So those Klingons on that ship seems like it, they should still have that because they they were born during that time when the. You know the virus was but affecting ever, them. Ever no. since the motion picture, they've had the ridges. They've had the ridges. That's okay. the first time. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> no, it's just, it's just uh, one of those uh, incongruities yeah, of yeah. the timeline that but, don't make sense, but, and they have a hard time explaining it. Okay, the they're original, from they're the, from 2289. 2289 would have been post Wrath of Khan. Okay, Wrath of Khan was in. You know, from anywhere from eighty three to eighty five, okay. depending on who you believe. But the th- the whole thing is though, so the Klingons from the original series are super Klingons. Well, they're the augmented mutated Klingons. The super Klingons. We'll just call them super yeah. Klingons. Okay. <laughs> to be easy. All right, fine. But the super Klingons in the original series episodes aren't super aggressive, and they're well, they are. They they're always blowing stuff up, the, and they they're would conniving, see, they would seem and more conniving to me. Like right. They well, seem more Ferengi. Okay. Well, think of Khan. Klingons. How was Khan? I mean, he he, he was, was a mess. Tactical. Tactical with a giant plastic and chest. thinking and you know I don't know. I from just, the original series it just seems more, he was they very seem more Ferengi to me where the Klingons no. in the movies seem more aggressive because they're always fucking pissed off Private Little War check that out I mean or, uh, what was the other one um, uh, Day of the Dove what was the one with che- that's the one with Chekhov right, right. Chekhov goes nuts yeah and tries to rape the Klingon chick yeah what? So yeah, yeah, he does. What? Watch it was good. Yeah. It was a good. Those chicks in blackface with weird eye makeup really turn him on. Yeah. You got to watch those Russians too. So yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just, but I mean, like the Klingons in the in TNG that you see seem more badass to me. Than well, they'd come, they'd come up with this whole honor thing and and which seems more developing yeah, the culture. They retcon yeah. their culture. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, these Klingons look the way Klingons seventy-five years before Next Generation should look. Okay, it just seemed weird. Okay, That's it is weird. Yep. I thought they would be blackface, but I guess you couldn't do that in nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> no, and those those were the Klingons <laughs> yeah, from the late what twenty-two sixties. So that would have been eighty, ninety years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fine. And, and Fine. The, uh, yeah, we're gonna call this episode "Ben's a Dick." <laughs> wow. You know what? Learn ben, math. Ben's mean to his, <laughs> his shipmates. 
I can't help it if you guys don't watch Star Trek. <laughs> I do. I just I was just curious. Yeah. I tried to explain it. Because 80 years after... Cause like, so it's 80 years after the last movie. What is? No. TNG. No. Because well, it would have to be. It, well, I mean... Well, at the time, because you got to remember, there was, they were still making Kirk oh, no, Spock what movies. I'm is it's, so TNG is 80 years after the last Star Trek original series movie. All right. After the the last movie Kittimer, would have been... Kittimer is the last movie, basically. The well, Kittimer no. Conference. First uh, uh, Generations is the yeah, last... Original movie. series. Yeah, but Generations starts with Kirk and company okay. at the launch of the Enterprise. But aren't they like... So is it 80 years after that? No. It's 80 a- years after the last movie. Because that's the only thing that I'm trying to work out in my is like, is it 80 years after the original series ends? Because if it is, then your timeline's totally wacky. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure I'm, out. I'm gonna, that's my whole thing. I'm, I'm going to post I can count a brief. brief. I'm just trying to figure out where the 80 years like, start. It's supposed to be 80 <laughs> years after Kirk is no longer captain of the Enterprise. Is that when it's supposed to be? Because I mean, he's still captain of the Enterprise in Star Trek VI, right? I yes. Mean, country? Well, but yes. I mean, you look at it. And that was I mean, what? ninety In three, though. Five or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't in know two, he's an admiral. Yes, so but, he's not but he gets, captain of the. He he's gets not demoted. captain of the Enterprise. He gets demoted. He dem- but, gets demoted so he can be captain of the ship again. Well, no. After he gets demoted and he takes a voluntary uh, demotion in Star Trek: The Motion Picture, so he can be captain of the Enterprise, and it bumps Commander Decker down or Captain Decker down to Commander Decker. Right. They do a Jay's second. Lo- hold on, Jay's unof- losing it. By the way, they they do an unofficial <laughs> second five-year mission. Out. Her head's gonna then, explode. Then you know, uh, by some definitions, then Star Trek Two, he's. Back up to being admiral, yes. right? And he's at Starfleet headquarters. Yeah, he's running Starfleet, and the well, he's not—he's he's running, running Starfleet academy. operations. Yeah. And then uh, Kirk is, or Spock is a captain. Then, right. end of Star Trek Two, Spock's dead. Star Trek Three, he's what? Star Trek Three, <laughs> he steals the Enterprise to go back to the Genesis planet, yeah. blows up the Enterprise, steals the Klingon bird of prey, goes to Vulcan. Beginning of Star Trek Four, he's now. He's been he and the crew have been tr- uh, court-martialed in absentia, and he's got to go back to Earth to face the Piper. Right. They take the bird of prey. Whale comes. The whale song <laughs> probe. Wow. Scared. Um, that was Mookie scared. Going to blow part. up the Earth. Star Trek Four. They go back in time. Get the whales. Come back. Save the Earth. How do they go back in time? Because it slingshot maneuver. Very silly manner. <laughs> uh, Kirk gets back to Earth at the end of Star Trek Four, and uh, his punishment for stealing the Enterprise is to get busted back to captain. Star Trek V, he's still captain of the Enterprise. Star Trek VI, he's captain of the Enterprise. And that's it. Generations, they bring him out of retirement to launch the... Uh, so when does the 80 years start? I would think it would be whatever the current movie was, Star Trek IV, because that was the last movie before the uh, Star Trek Next Generation started okay, on television. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's when you can start the clock on the 80 years. You know, I, I just... It, it'd be, that's, the only, that's the wacky thing for me, because I, yeah. I always just thought that it was 80 years after the last Trek movie. I, it, uh, TNG starts in, what, 2364? 2363. Because remember, the, uh, we, we done thawed out some hillbillies. Yeah. By your calendar, the, uh, <laughs> and the year would be 2364. And that was toward the end of the thing. So um, okay. let me just type up... Some okay. stuff. I'm totally Take it to I'll, the I'll, forums. I'll, I'll put it on the. I haven't made a, an official log entry on on the main page yeah, like everybody it. else. I want to see it because that's again. Yeah. That's I think that's where Jenny and I. Now I know some timeline. Off. The two things that are weird about Star Trek are the timelines and the map. Yeah. 
Because you, notice, you never know where people are. Those are the two things we always talk about the yeah. most. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and I need to, because there's such nebulous concepts out there, and they don't. What, really and seem and to there's not really like, like a, a drop dead. This is official because I know the international fan club. I've got like that you were kicked out of. I wasn't kicked out. I wasn't let in. But um, <laughs> they've. I You're mean, too awesome for them. Well, there's one guy who's like because they were dead like, opposite man, of we me just with like the timeline. Movies, man, come on. Because no, no. They treated them the way he's treating us today. Fine. You know what? Fine. That that's. I'm sorry. I spent 40 years of my life watching a television show that I enjoyed. Got away yeah, I was from too busy it. Busy smoking drugs. Yeah, I didn't do that. Star Trek was my drug. So I got cleaned up. I was out, and then oh hey, there's this new podcast. Don't Why don't you come by? Don't play us for your shortcomings. You're my heroine, okay? <laughs> wow, that's hot. Yeah, that is hot. That was he was very, talking to you, Jenny. That was, very, that was very emo of you. We're his heroes. You're his heroine. Are, are you going to post that on your other Twitter? <laughs> I, I I'm doing it now. <laughs> Star Trek is my heroine. No, Dork Trick is a bunch of dicks to me today. <laughs> This could be the episode where we break up. This is yeah. weird. The ship is destroyed. We're going to separate the Sasa. By angry Ben. <laughs> I, I think this is proving that without uh, Lieutenant Commander Tug Johnson, we just go... <laughs> Who knew he was the glue? He yeah, was the glue that held Dennis us together. I, I thought Dennis was the glue that held us all together. <laughs> well, I guess we all have to keep our eye on Tug, so yeah. that keeps us... <laughs> We're distracted, that, that common enemy thing. You don't want to yeah. get beamed out into so, space. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, they, uh, the Klingons drop their shields. Because Worf says, if not, I'm just gonna blow the. I'm just gonna right. blow you guys. And at the last second, they decide, okay, okay, we want to live, which yeah. is weird because they would have died in battle. Th- yeah, you think they would have? We're Klingon died. cowards from 75 yeah. years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. not the cool modern day Klingons. <laughs> They're still groggy from their cryo sleep. You know, they had the uh, hibernation sickness. Yeah, because it's it's clear they didn't. <laughs> they just, couldn't really see that well, and they didn't just buy it. They were just like, yeah, we just don't want to get blown up, which yeah. I thought was yeah. really weird. Which fits into my thing that all this honor and Klingon culture crap is a bunch of crap and. The, they didn't know about They're the cowards, recon, dude. <laughs> That's all. They got confused in the timeline. Yeah. So, uh, what happened to our, Why do we have ridges on our heads? Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I had blackface when I went to sleep. <laughs> I this weird makeup, but I have Fu Manchu mustache. For guys that have been in, uh, like, cryo freeze, they're really fat. Like, imagine how big these guys yeah. were before they put them in the freeze. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you have to stock up there for the hibernation. I know. These guys must have been, like, 800 pounds. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and Klingons are always really fat. No, they always wear a lot of clothes. But they yeah. always look really fat because of all the armor and crap. Because they're afraid of getting hurt. Know, it just looks crazy to me. They're not fat; they're big boned. Okay, I'll, thanks, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, festively plump. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then so Kalar is gonna take command of the ship, yeah. and she's until the other Klingon ship can show up, and she's gonna orient them to the 24th century, basically. So Worf takes her to the transporter and tells, tells O'Brien, O'Brien the, hey, O'Brien, get lost. O'Brien, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. I'm a security guy. I'm going to work the transporter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yar's done it before. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still, I mean, <laughs> there's three buttons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cards used it before. I mean, everybody yeah, knows everybody how to use the transporter. Yeah, but my thing is like, you know, you're beaming the, your ex out into space. Maybe she makes it to the ship. Maybe she does. Maybe, but they kind of they kind of mend fences here. Yeah, yeah. She her. says maybe next time we hook up, next time we see each other, maybe I'll say yes. And he says he's not complete without her. Yeah, because she said you that complete she, me. He did mean something yeah. to her, which I thought was nice. It was yeah. a it was a nice. The only half meant something to her though. Yeah, the other half didn't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other half is too much raka, <laughs> and yeah. that's the episode. Yeah, 
I thought it was it was nice. Yeah, I, I like this episode. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I like. I think it's cool because it's all about Worf, but I mean, it's it's another one of those cases where there's something a lot more dramatic going on. And if this if this episode happened in like the 24 era, because I always look at TV shows like Post and you know like if this happens in the 24 era of TV shows, you would have seen some Klingons blowing up some colonies, and that shit would have been tight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been cool. But it's just you know it's like just they, the time. They would have they would have forgotten about them. Next thing they know, they get reports of these colonies being attacked by Klingons. So now they got to go out there and stop the Klingons from attacking the colonies. They would have been a little more. That would have been a cool yeah. episode. But it was still cool. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I'm going to say this episode's a 6.5. Yeah. I give this one a 7. I like it because uh, there's they do have a mission that they need to figure out how to deal with these Klingons, but the per- interpersonal conflicts are kind are of good. staying in the way. Yeah. And so that makes mm-hmm. it interesting. So I, I definitely like this episode. Yeah. I want to give this one a 6. I mean, I hate Klingons, well, you, but I, you I, love Klingons I, I don't. You, I don't. But I, I do like Kalar. And this does. Uh, there's going to be repercussions from this episode. We uh, find yeah. out later. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't get knocked up. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to spoil Spoiler. anything. <laughs> one shot, one kill. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's some potent uh, Klingon seed. Yeah. And I think I'm going to give this one a seven. Also, really enjoyed it. So nice. It was good. It was a good episode, man. It was a nice. Highly one. recommended. Again, and second. Se- I will say this again. Second season, and we'll probably talk about it in our wrap up. Second season is not as bad as I think a lot of people give it credit for. The there's high, some stinkers. The highs are really high yeah. and the lows mm-hmm. are really, really low. But I think low. there's more highs than people give it credit for being. Yeah. I think so too. And Pulaski's growing on me. Pulaski's awesome. Yeah. And Guinan. Cool stuff. Yeah. Alright, well that's the show everybody. Thanks for listening and we will be back. Um, I guess it's around Christmas time, isn't it? Because this is on when this is coming out Wednesday. So that's yeah. the mm-hmm. so We've had one more before Christmas. Do we? Out of my mask. Yeah. Christmas Eve. All right, so there you go. We'll be back on Christmas Eve, everybody. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> happy Happy Kwanzaa. When's happy Kwanzaa, solstice. Dennis? Yes. When's Muslim Christmas? As uh, I've been uh, referring uh, to it. It's actually New Year's more. Is more of a bigger holiday. All right, so happy so. Muslim New Year's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I think Kwanzaa starts on the 26th. Word. Well. <laughs> eight, eight always, it always starts on late. the 26th. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's like Boxing saying. Day. You know, they're just late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's spread out. What did, oh, shit. All right, <laughs> so we'll be back, everybody. Thanks. <laughs>